Relax, you're with us. Whose holidays of the era? Pull up a deck chair and sit back. Relax. It's time for your favorite cruise hour. You're on board, just cruising. Whether you're dreaming of your first cruise or planning your next one, join Larry Jackson as he explores the magical world of cruising. To launch today's cruise, here's Larry Jackson. Good afternoon. Aloha, a como mai, and welcome aboard. I'm Larry Jackson, owner of Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and I'll be your cruise director for this week's edition of our radio magazine that's all about the magical world of travel. Hope you're having a wonderful 4th of July. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, I'm in the studio with my production manager, George Medina. George, good Aloha, to see you. Larry. Aloha, George. Thanks for joining being here today, or this wouldn't happen. Always a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Well, unfortunately, I have to start off the show today with some um, bad news. Uh, this will be our last radio broadcast of Just Cruising. We'll be continuing with our podcast uh, over the next few weeks, but uh, this will be our last edition that will be airing on WMMB on the radio for all of you who are listening uh, locally. And I want to thank you for being true fans. We've heard from a lot of you over the years. We've been doing this for, for several years. Unfortunately, the pandemic is continuing to impact business, and we're just not going to be able to continue the show, but we hope you'll Listen uh, to our podcast, and you can subscribe to our podcast by going to com, our webpage, and under the podcast section there, you can you can get our podcast, or you can sign up for the email, and we'll be sending out emails when the uh, podcasts are going out. So today's the last show for our uh, radio audience, but we'll be continuing for all of you who listen to us on the podcast. I've uh, got a great show planned for you today. We're going to start off. Uh, Linda and I returned from an Alaska cruise yesterday morning at uh, landed at 5.30 in the morning in Orlando after an overnight flight from Anchorage to Seattle to Orlando. And we'll give you some details about that cruise in Alaska. It was a very eventful week in Alaska for cruising. Several news stories came out of that, which we'll share with you later on in the show. And uh, then we'll cover some more news of the world of cruising. So please sit back, relax, uh, and enjoy the show today. Before we get started, I need to tell you, I don't need to, I want to tell you about a very special cruise we've got coming up. And we've only, we have a very few cabins left uh, for this cruise. And it's going to be the inaugural sailing of Royal Caribbean's newest ship, which is named the Wonder of the Seas. It will be her inaugural from Port Canaveral. So it's the date is November 13th. It'll be a seven-day cruise, uh, November 13th through the 20th. Now, several things make this cruise very special. One is the price. Uh, we were able to reserve some group space on this on this cruise before the cruise prices went up. So what we're able to do is to offer you a balcony cabin for $1,321 per person. That's twenty six about $2,650 for the cabin. This is a balcony cabin with port charges and taxes included. That's a really good price, but that's $570 per person or $1,000 or $1,140 per the cabin lower than what you can purchase it the same cruise and same cabin for if you go to the Royal Caribbean website. Because of the fact that we had the group reserved, we're able to keep the pricing 
down to uh, previous levels. Again, we've only got uh, a few cabins left at these prices. Linda and I will be escorting this cruise, so it's special because it's the inaugural from Port Canaveral. It's special because we've got great pricing that's lower than significantly lower than what you could purchase the cabin for. And finally, it's special because this will be a tunnel to towers cruise. We will be donating uh, a portion of uh, the cruise fare. It's uh, uh, the cruise line gives us an additional amount of money if we have a group on board, and we're going to be donating $50 per cabin to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. And this is the organization that Frank Siller founded in honor of his brother, Stephen Siller, who was killed in the 9-11 attack on the World Trade Center. And the organization, uh, I'm sure you've seen their ads on television, but if you haven't you don't know what they're all about, I urge you to go to their website, which is the letter T, the number 2, the letter T.org, and that's Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They not only are providing smart f- homes for severely disabled veterans, they're also uh, purchasing and paying off the mortgages for widows of fallen first responders and military uh, active duty who are killed on duty. They are creating a village over in Tampa of uh, homes for severely wounded veterans. It's a, they sent a million dollars to the Ukraine to help children over there. They're into all kinds of things. But the best part about this charity, Tunnel to Towers, that we're talking about, is that 94% of the money that they raise goes into the the benefit of these different programs. There's 3% of it goes to fundraising and 3% of it goes to management. And if you go to any of the websites that track charities, you'll find that this is an extremely high percentage of funds raised that actually go to benefit the people. So again, if you'd like more information or if you want to register for the cruise, November 13th through the 20th uh, out of Port Canaveral on the Wonder Royal Caribbean's Wonder of the Seas, uh, we'll be doing uh, leaving here the 13th, which is a Sunday, spending two days at sea, and then we'll be visiting uh, St. Martin. The next day we'll be going to St. Thomas, another day at sea, and then off to the perfect day at Coco Cay, Royal Caribbean's private island. Lots of fun. They have really revamped this island, and if you haven't been there since it's been redone, you, you really ought to take this cruise just to go see Perfect Day at Coco Cay. It's a, it's a spectacular day. Then we'll be back at Port Canaveral on November 20th. Again, we have a very special pricing of $1,321 per person for a balcony cabin. Call us at Cruise Holidays of Vieira, 321-242-1331, or visit our website, Just Cruising Vieira. Dot com. All right. We'd love to see you on board this, the ship with us. Let's go back to, uh, well, I'm going to start here. We'll carry this over to the next segment and tell you about our fabulous cruise that we just came off of in Alaska. Um, and this was our sixth or seventh cruise to Alaska. And every time I go, I'm just amazed at how beautiful it is up there. And, and to add to that, we had absolutely perfect weather. We had clear skies. We had temperatures in the high 60s and low 70s every single day. All of our excursions were just phenomenal because of that weather. The only uh, downside that we had on our cruise was we were not able to get up closer to the Hubbard Glacier because the uh, warm temperatures were kind of a two-edged sword. That The warm temperature on a glacier, which is very cold, creates a, a, a low dew point, and so we had a heavy fog, and we weren't able to see the glacier. 
Uh, just tell you about flights up there. We flew out uh, last Wednesday. We took a um, Orlando to Seattle flight, and then we had a a uh, 26 minute flight from Seattle to Vancouver and that was interesting but it was great because again it was a clear day uh we only got up to about 16,000 feet so we ate, were able to see the San Juan Mountains uh, very very beautiful uh, flight coming into Vancouver and we were aboard the Silver Sea Silver Muse uh her guest capacity is 596 passengers and we were very lucky that we only had 380 passengers we had 360 crew members so we had just about one crew member per uh per passenger uh the Silver Muse is all suites uh with a butler for every cabin uh 98% of her cabins are balconies and she is uh, just a beautifully appointed ship. We found um, the uh, food, for some reason, seemed to be so much better than we had actually cruised on the Silver Muse in September of last year. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's my imagination, but the food seemed to be much, much better this time. It's always spectacular on Silver Sea. They offer not only a uh, main dining room, but several alternative restaurants that they don't charge uh, extra for it. They don't have a service charge for it. So uh, it was a really great cruise, and I want you to stay tuned because we're coming up to our first port of call. George and I are going to run ashore for a brief timeout. When we come back, we're going to tell you some more about Silver Sea Cruise Lines and about our Alaska cruise. So please join us. Here's your host, Larry Jackson. Hi there. Welcome back. Uh, In case you've missed our first segment, uh, we are announcing today that this will be the last radio broadcast of Just Cruising. It will be available to you in future dates on uh, podcast version, but this will be the last of the radio broadcast for those of you who listen to us on WMMB. Well, before we get back to the details of our Alaska cruise, and I'm, I'm going to recount, recount those because I want you to, to know about Silver Sea Cruises. Uh, there's another something I want you to know about. It's called, it's, We have a travel club, and it's called uh, the Distinctive Travels Group. And uh, once a month or thereabouts, we get together for dinner at the Tuscany Grill. Uh, Gina is now located over in the old Mimi's site in the Avenue, Avenue of Vieira, and we get together for uh, no-host cocktails, and we have a presentation by one of the cruise lines, followed by a no-host dinner. And uh, we have usually, I don't know, 45 to 50 folks that uh, come to our meetings. Our club has about 85 people in it. And it's just a very relaxing evening. You get to meet fellow people or fellow travelers who are passionate about cruising. Very nice bunch, uh, our distinctive travels group. And we're inviting guests to come join us on July 20th at 5.30 p.m. This will be at Tuscany Grill. Our uh, guest speaker that evening will be Jill Hanlon from Oceana Cruises, who who some of you might recognize from a few weeks ago. We did a 
uh, our show just about Oceana, and Jill will be coming to update us on what's going on with Oceana. So how this works is we have uh, cocktails at 5.30. She makes her presentation at 6. Uh, we generally eat dinner about 6.45, and I try to have everybody out of there by uh, 8 o'clock. We would love to have you join us because we'd like to, to show you what Distinctive Travels Group is all about, and so maybe you'll join us in the future and, and become a member. Uh, all you have to do is uh, one of two ways. You can go to your Google search bar and put in Distinctive Travels Group, and uh, the webpage will come up. It'll say things about membership benefits, and then it'll say um, register or um, about the next next group meeting. And you just click that button and make a reservation to let us know, an RSVP to let us know that you're coming. And that's all there is to it. You can also go to our webpage, com, and scroll down. You'll see podcasts there. You'll see the escorted cruises uh, and the blocks there. And if you keep scrolling down, you'll see Distinctive Travels Group listed there with the uh, with the link to the website and the ability to make a reservation. Or if you'd rather, just give us a call at 321-242-1331. That's the Distinctive Travels Group, our travel club, on July 20th, starting at 5.30 p.m. Uh, by the way, you have to buy your own dinner because we want you there because you want to be there, not because you want a free meal. All right, back to Silver Sea and our Alaska cruise. Silver Sea is a very special cruise line. It uh, is a six-star, all-included, premium luxury cruise line. Uh, just to tell you on the Alaska cruise, some of the th- what's included in their cruise, and a lot of people, uh, first of all, the ships are small and intimate. Intimate. Uh, the Silver Muse, which we were on, I told you had five hundred capacity of five hundred ninety-six passengers. That's their largest ship. A lot of their ships only have capacities of one hundred sixty or two hundred. Uh, they are noted for their service, and uh, for this Alaska cruise, what was included was economy round trip airfare to um, Vancouver and then back from Anchorage. Also included was a pre-night hotel stay, and the hotel was fabulous. Our group, uh, we escorted 17 folks up there. Our group stayed in the Fairmont waterfront uh, right across from Canada Place, directly across from Canada Place, which is where the ship docked. Um, They were uh, included was a pre-cruise night in the hotel, uh, including transfers from the airport and their luggage. They also, because we couldn't board the ship until 2 p.m., Silver Sea provided breakfast and lunch buffets for the folks in our group. The spectacular hotel with a, with a spectacular view of Vancouver Bay. I, I, I think some of our folks didn't want to leave. They wanted to stay in the hotel. But off we went to the uh, the ship the next morning. We, we flew out on Wednesday, uh, June 22nd. And uh, also included not only the airfare, the transfers, the gratuities are included, all of the beverages are included in Silver Sea. In addition, uh, at the end of the cruise, we ended our cruise in Seward, and included was a railroad transfer. It's about an hour-and-a-half train ride from Seward up to Anchorage. And because the flights leave late at night uh, out of Anchorage, our guests were provided with a day room in in downtown Anchorage, Anchorage to go to. So uh, all of the excursions for the cruise were included. So as you can see, um, it was so nice to get off the, the ship with uh, a zero balance owing on your, uh, on your 
key card or your onboard account because so much is included. Almost all the specialty restaurants are included. Also, uh, the smallest suite on the ship is 380 square feet, and that is quite large for cruising. It, all of the suites come with a butler. And, again, magnificent food, magnificent service, and um, great scenery. We um, cruised out of uh, Vancouver on Friday the 24th, and we spent a day at sea, and we were on our way to Ketchikan. And and Ketchikan is just a um, a very small, old um, gold rush town, and we were um, we had a great time there, and um, we had all kinds on on this stop of our cruise. We also treated our guests to a very special shore excursion, which was provided by our consortium. Cruise Holidays of Vieira belongs to the Travel Leaders uh, Consortium, and one of the amenities that they offer on certain cruises is, is an exclusive. Um, excursion. And so what we did was we were picked up in private buses. There were only 21 of us, and we were picked up in private buses at the pier. Uh, We went over to uh, the Alaska Southeast uh, Resource Center where we met some Clinkin Indians, and they uh, performed their native dances for us. And then they took us on a tour of their museum, telling us all about how the Clinkin Indians lived and do live today. They have uh, an, uh, an organization there called Saxman Village, which is several acres devoted just to Clinkett Indians for housing. Then we boarded our buses and we went off to the uh, George St. George Inlet Yacht Club and Lodge, and we had the most spectacular crab lunch I think I've ever had. We had Dungeness Blue Crab, as much as we could eat. Uh, really great afternoon. The crab was fresh. It was swimming in the ocean the day before we had it. So this was just another amenity of uh, booking with Cruise Holidays of Vieira. We have these distinctive travels excursions available on selected sailings uh, booked through Cruise Holidays of Vieira. If you're not familiar with Cruise Holidays of Vieira, let me tell you very quickly, we are a boutique travel advisory store located in Melbourne, Florida, but available to you worldwide at our website, justcruisinviera.com or Google Cruise Holidays of Vieira, and our website will come up. We are small and boutique, which means uh, we can give you personalized service, and we can make your vacation, your cruise, very, very special because of the attention to detail that we are able to give you. We are not uh, a big box store, as they say. We are not like one of the online travel agencies where every time you call, you'll be speaking to a different person. Uh, The... uh, Cruise Holidays of Vieira is owned by myself and my lovely and gracious wife, Linda, along with our administrative assistant and cruise counselor, Wendy. We are there to provide you with the greatest service that uh, I think you'll you'll have received in the last, I don't know, four or five years. Our phone number is 321-242-1331. Well, back to our cruise in Alaska. We were, uh, we reboarded our Silver Muse ship, and we were off to see... Juno, Juno is the state capital of Alaska. You cannot drive there. You can only get there by boat or by plane, and uh, they have a lot of float, uh, float planes there. Um, we had uh, a, a lot of our folks went on different excursions. Um, there was a whole variety of free excursions that were offered by Silver Sea, and uh, 
in Juneau, we decided we were going to go on a whale-watching cruise. And if you've never been on one of those, this was our second or third one. We really had a great time. You put in a small boat with about 21 passengers. You go cruising out, and you stay out about four hours. Well, we had a very special treat in that we ran across a mother and a calf, and the calf was breaching, and that's where the whale jumps out of the water all the way, even its tail comes out, and it falls back in. It's a very unusual sight to see, and our guides were really excited because we were able to see that. It's very hard to capture that on film because just when you think you knew where the whale was, uh, he or she swims several hundred feet away and then you look over and there it is again and by the time you click it it's gone so but we had a great afternoon of whale watching uh also uh ran into a buoy of sea lions and uh that's what we did in juno uh, i highly recommend if you're going to alaska and these whale watching expeditions or excursions are offered in several different ports of call up there i definitely recommend that you uh take one this time of year uh the the whales are feeding before they make their trip uh, over to Hawaii. And by the way, there's about three to six thousand, three thousand to six thousand whales, humpback whales up there. So your chances of seeing one are very good. Well, here we are at another timeout. Again, we're going to run ashore. We invite you to stay right where you are and come back, and we'll tell you some more about our fabulous Alaska cruise on Silver Sea. on Just Cruising. You contact Larry on his website at vieira.cruiseholidays.com. Hi there, everybody. Happy 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Let's not forget what we're celebrating today. We are the uh, luckiest folks on the face of the earth, especially uh, traveling to Canada. Reinforce that. Uh, still wearing masks up there. Had to fill out an app um, with all your information on it and upload your vaccine cards and all that sort of thing. So there's still still some countries that are not in uh, in tune with what we're doing here in America. Masks were not required on the airplanes or in any of the terminals except in Canada. So we had to mask up on our descent into Vancouver. Uh, before we continue, I just wanted a quick reminder because this is very special. We're, we're not going to be able to offer this cruise very long. And that's our November 13th through November 20th, 2022, inaugural sailing from Port Canaveral on the Wonder of the Seas, Royal Caribbean's newest and brightest ship. She's uh, over in Europe right now, but she's going to be coming to us in November, and we're going to be the first ones aboard leaving from here in Florida. Can't wait to see her. Uh, interesting thing about the one in the sea, she was built for the China market. And then they, uh, with all the things going on with the pandemic, decided not to sail her in uh, China. So she's got some unique features to her that uh, were built for the Chinese market. One of which is, uh, those of you familiar with the Oasis-class ships know the aft of the ship is where the aqua theater is and where the high dive boards are. And a lot of times we're not able to do the aqua shows back there because of winds coming off the um, stern of the of the ship. So they have actually enclosed or put a, a barrier back there because they knew that the weather in China was not going to be like it is here in the Caribbean. So hopefully we'll have um, better chances for our aqua show, aqua theater shows back there. Um, a couple of other things. She has a private room 
in the casino that was originally designed for high rollers. Uh, the Chinese are very uh, avid gamblers, if you've never seen them on a ship in, uh, uh, out of New York City. And so they have made that the smoking area, so hopefully the rest of the uh, casino will not be as smo- smoky as normal. Um, one of the things that uh, Royal Caribbean had been toying with is uh, we had banned uh, sm- smoking <coughs> in the casinos during the pandemic because of the mask mandate. And uh, unfortunately, Royal Caribbean found out their revenues dropped significantly because people didn't go to the casinos who li- who'd like to smoke there. So smoking is back in the casinos, although on these larger ships, the Oasis uh, class, you'll have one side of the casino will be non-smoking. The other side will be smoking. It helps a little bit, but not completely. Well, anyway, back to our cruise in Alaska. It, and if you haven't been, I really got to urge you to go. If you don't go in Silver Sea, I understand. If you go, uh, everybody's up there. Everybody cruises up there. Norwegian, uh, Celebrity. Royal Caribbean, and I, it is just such a wonderful place, uh, and I really urge you next summer to go up to Alaska, and now is the time you need to be planning because more and more folks are looking to cruise in 23, then everybody's still a little leery about flying and things like that in 2022, so we're not seeing the, the um, capacities that we're going to see next year in Alaska in 2023. So please call us at Cruise Holidays of Vieira. We'd like to schedule an appointment with you because Alaska is such a unique place. We need to explain all the different options you have for the cruising and cruise tours up there. So uh, we need a little time to to help you out uh, on planning your Alaska cruise. It's also a great place for family vacations. We saw so many families with a grandmother, a grandfather, and and the children and the kids. So uh, think about taking your family up to Alaska next year. Well, after we left Juneau, we went to Skagway, and Skagway is another one of the old gold rush mining towns. Um, Skagway is noted because this was the port where most of the miners got off of their steamers coming up from San Francisco. Once they got there, they then had to carry 2,000 pounds of supplies up a 2,800-foot mountain to get to the Canadian border. There, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police checked off to make sure that they had the proper supplies of their 2,000 pounds. And sometimes it took them 30 and 35 trips to get all that up to the top. Uh, They now have a narrow-gauge railroad called the White Pass and Yukon Railroad that takes you to that uh, area where those folks went into Canada. It is a spectacular ride, especially uh, the morning we had with uh, we had 70-degree weather with clear skies and uh, just a beautiful morning for taking the train up. The train ride uh, lasts. Uh, the whole excursion is about three hours. The train ride itself is about an hour up and an hour back. But, again, Skagway is uh, a, a nice town. While we were there, Royal Caribbean was having a uh, a, sailo- a special day where they blocked off the whole city streets and they were having a festival, and they call it they were calling it a Royal Day in Skagway. Uh, Skagway just before we got there had had uh, a bit of a problem in that they had, which is very common in Alaska, they had a landslide, and the landslide actually came down on one of the piers in in Skagway, so it became unusable. 
Uh, several ships last week had to divert and couldn't go into Skagway because they couldn't use that pier. And the ovation of the seas had to actually tender there, which is quite an, uh, an undertaking for them because uh, 5,000 passenger ship is just not set up for tenders, although they were using their lifeboats and they got it done. It's just not something that they like to do. And so the folks in Alaska were busily repairing the, the pier. We went to we were supposed to be at that pier, but we went we were able to to snag an alternate pier. So that was Skagway. We had a great time there. Uh, we were off the next day um, on our on our cruise. And, but, oh, by the way, let me tell you, on our cruise we covered sixteen hundred and ninety six nautical miles between Vancouver and Seward, and. Um, so leaving Skagway, we were off to Sitka, which is uh, an island, and we tendered there. Now, there is a pier, and there were several ships that were there at the pier, but it's a, it's a long drive from the pier over into town. So the ships, if possible, prefer to tender there, and there are a lot of great things to do in um, Sitka. Sitka was the capital of Russia, or the Russia-Alaska, when they owned it before they sold it to us. And so they have a Greek Orthodox cathedral there called St. Michael's, which is absolutely spectacular to go see. They have a raptor center where you can go see rehabilitated eagles, um, owls, and different birds that they're doing. And they also have a rescue center for bears, uh, bear cubs that are orphaned by their mothers because they were either abandoned or their mothers were killed because they were um, foraging and and, um, landfalls or dumps. And, and that's you can see grizzly bears up close and personal without having to uh, worry about them eating you. So that's uh, some of the things there are to do in Sitka, along with a lot of others. And uh, we had a great time there. Again, great weather. The next morning, we cruised up to Hubbard Glacier. And as I told you earlier, we were not able to get up to the glacier because of the dense fog. Now, the other thing that happened in Alaska, the uh, two days before we were supposed to go to the Hubbard Glacier, the Norwegian sun cruised in. She encountered the same fog we did, but on the way out, she hit an iceberg, and she had some damage. We don't know how much, but she was not able. She uh, actually cruised back into Juneau so the Coast Guard could assess the damage. She uh, was actually uh, berthed right next to or right behind our Silver Sea ship. We didn't know what was going on because it hadn't made the news yet. And then she had to cancel her uh, call in Skagway, and proceed down to Seattle to get all of her folks back home. And unfortunately, they then had to cancel the next week's cruise, the June 30th cruise, out of uh, Seattle until they can assess completely assess the damage to the Norwegian sun. So it was an unfortunate week for those folks. Their cruise was uh, sort of cut short, even though they were able to get back and make their flights, and uh, uh, they they. They kept their original flight schedules, which unlike when the Norwegian ship ran aground in Dominica, they had to charter flights from there to bring people home uh, to Orlando. So that was uh, our adventure in the Hubbard Glacier. That gave us the rest of the day to get ready to get off the ship, and we cruised over to Seward. Seward is about a two-and-a-half-hour drive uh, south of Anchorage, and our the folks in our group actually took the train up to Anchorage, and it is a spectacular train ride. It goes uh, past two glaciers. Uh, there are no towns or anything between Seward and Anchorage, 
And uh, so our, I think our, our folks on our escorted group had a great time. So that was our Silver Sea cruise to Alaska last week. Again, we got home on Friday morning at about 5.30, flying all night. Uh, no problems with the airlines. The Again, the terminals were crowded, but not overly so, and uh, there was no masking. So please don't let that deter you. Once again, I want to remind you about the a distinctive travels group meeting that we have coming up on July 20th, and that'll be at the Tuscany Grill at the Avenue at 5.30 on July 20th. Our speaker will be from Oceana Cruises, and we're inviting guests to come and join us so that you can see what our travel club's all about, and perhaps you'd like to join us at a, a future date. If you'd like to RSVP for that, please go to our website, com. Scroll down till you see Distinctive Travels Group. It'll say something about the next event, or and there's several buttons down there, and click those, and it'll take you to a website where you can RSV, RSVP. Uh, everything is no host. You'll be paying for your own uh, cocktails and your own dinner. But Gina does a great job with the dinner, so I think you're going to really enjoy the Italian food at Tuscany Grill, and we'd love to have, to see you there, and you can learn all about Oceana Cruises and meet some more avid cruisers. Well, the band is here, and we're coming up to another port of call, our last one, and uh, this will be the last one for Just Cruising. So please join us. We'll be right back. Hi there, and, and welcome back. We're so glad you could join us this 4th of July and hope you're having a great time, hopefully with your family and cookouts and maybe a few fireworks later on. Uh, in case you missed the first part of our show, we this will be our last radio broadcast of Just Cruising. Uh, we will be available for you on podcasts and future dates. Invite you to go to our website at justcruisingviera.com, and there you can see our podcast block, and that's where we'll be putting up our future podcast. And if if you have been listening to our podcast, please remember to subscribe, so that way you'll get a notification when we post new podcasts, whether it's on Spotify or uh, Apple Store, wherever you listen to or WMMB and iHeartRadio. And by the way, if you haven't downloaded the iHeart app, it is really great. It's free. It uh, allows you to listen to WMB anywhere in the world. And plus, uh, you can hear our podcast there, too. And it's it, uh, it it's neat. When we travel, we listen to Bill Mick, uh, depending on the time zone. Uh, and, it, you know, it gives you a little flavor of home. So I highly recommend the iHeart app app uh, available in the Android or the or, or Google or Apple Store. Well, I told you earlier that the ovation of the seas was up in Alaska and she um, was she also was doing a president's cruise and Michael Bailey, who is the president of Royal Caribbean Cruise Line was on board. He's the CEO. I'm sorry, I said president. He's the CEO of Royal Caribbean was on board the uh, ovation. Now, not only did she not be able to dock at her normal pier and had to tender 
while we were in Skagway, she also had propulsion problems and was not able to make several of her ports of call, including going into the glacier at um, Tracy Arm. And so she had to skip that, and she's had to modify several more itineraries in August. So it was not a great week in Alaska for uh, ships running into icebergs, propulsion problems, landslides, and that sort of thing. On his president's cruise, while he was on board the ovation, uh, Michael did a question and answer session with the folks on board, and he is a very candid CEO. He he does not really pull any punches, so it's always refreshing when when you get to see news accounts of his question and answers. And I'll just read you one uh, that came, just some of the quotes that came from him during the question and answer of the president's cruise aboard the ovation. And the article says Michael Bailey doesn't think the cruise industry was treated fairly at all during the worst of the COVID-19 pandemic because of how they were unjustifiably associated with the virus spread. During a question and answer session with cruise fans on the ovation of the seas, Royal Caribbean International President and CEO Michael Bailey reflected on the pandemic and talked about how the cruise industry was treated. This is a quote. At the beginning of the pandemic, the cruise industry was generally regarded as, as the bad actor, which I have to tell you was totally unreasonable and unfair. Now, that's, that's kind of the harshest language I've heard any of the uh, cruise line executives state about the way the cruise industry was treated at the beginning. And if you remember, if you'll think back, at the, back to March of 2020, uh, we had the Princess ship in Japan uh, with folks writing desperate notes and uh, quarantined and food and all that. It certainly painted a bad picture of, of the cruise lines while the rest of us were trying to uh, regroup and, and sail on. Uh, it just wasn't to be. Um, Mr. Bailey said at the beginning of the cruise industry shut down, nearly every government refused to work with the cruise lines to get their crew members home. This is a quote. In the beginning, we had 60,000 crew on our ships all over the world. We couldn't get any government to help us cooperate. We couldn't get our crew home. Finally, we got some assistance from certain countries. One of the countries in the Caribbean, Barbados, really helped Royal Caribbean in the industry by allowing us to take our ships there, charter planes to Europe and Asia, and to take tens and thousands of our crew home to their families. Quoting Mr. Bailey uh, Moore, he said, we would bring some days eight, nine ships into port to transfer all of our Indian crew onto one ship, all of our Filipino crew onto another ship, and all of our Caribbean crew onto another ship, a European crew onto another ship. And we sailed those ships to India, we sailed those ships to the Philippines, and we sailed those ships to China. We sailed those ships to Europe to get our crew home. So it was quite a daunting challenge just to get everybody home after the shutdown. He uh, then talked about uh, the CDC. Mr. Bailey said the evolution of the cruise industry's relationship with the U.S. centers, with the CDC, exemplified how much has changed between the early days of 2020. And now we've been on a long, long journey with the CDC. Listen to this. For one year, they wouldn't even speak to us. So we were trying to come back. We were trying to create a safe way to get uh, back to cruising. We created uh, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian Cruise Line, created a healthy sail panel, spent millions of dollars 
on uh, new HVAC systems, sanitation systems, and yet the CDC wouldn't even speak to them about a uh, a restart for over a year. So that's very frustrating. As hard as we uh, as as hard as we were working to get back to cruising. Mr. Bailey goes on to say, we obviously want it to go back to normal, but we're incredibly cognizant of our responsibilities to keep our crew, the communities, and our guests safe. So it's a journey. It's a journey we're on, but it's a positive direction that we're heading. And so we're talking about the restart of cruising. During that question and answer uh, session, Mr. Bailey also talked about the smoking, which I told you earlier. It's just um, taking too big a hit to revenue to completely ban it in the uh, casinos. And then finally, uh, if you've ever gotten a, an invoice from the cruise line, you'll see a, a note on there saying that uh, they reserve the right to charge a service charge if oil goes above $70 a barrel. Well, as you're well aware, oil's over $100 a barrel. But uh, Royal Caribbean and all of the cruise lines have said they are not going to charge that service charge because we're still not filling the ships with people getting back on board. There's still a certain reticence to uh, coming back to cruising. Well, we have come to the end of our final segment of Just Cruising. Uh, I want to thank all of you who have been with us over the years. You have called us. You have uh, stopped me in grocery stores. You have made comments. You've sent emails. You've asked questions. And we really appreciate the support you've shown Just Cruising over the years. We would love to be able to continue, but things are just not right right now with the uh, with the economy, with the cruise industry, with uh, the recovery from the pandemic to be able to continue the show. And we do. We are very sorry that we can't keep on going, but we have enjoyed it. We've had a great time. It's been a great journey. George, thank you for all of what you've done over the years. Not a problem. Thank you, Larry. Okay, George, and appreciate it very much. We uh, hope to see you again out on the high seas or uh, on our podcast. So until we do, keep on cruising. <laughs>